Welcome, y'all, to another exciting episode of The Other View NBA Show. It's a jam-packed episode. We'll get into all the news around the association. We'll also get into our top five fantasy basketball sleepers for the week. And we'll finish off the show with our lock em in segment, the sports gambling portion of our show. It's an exciting episode. Like, subscribe, comment, and let's get right into the show. Some of the early surprises of this NBA season. Let's start off with the Utah Jazz. I would say that I'm surprised by the way they've played to start off the year, but I'm not. I didn't think that they would be this competitive and and be at the top of the Western Conference, but I knew that they would be a lot more competitive than people were giving them credit to start off the year. They have a lot of veteran players in their team that know how to play the game. They have a good coach, and I mean, no one could have predicted that Will Hardy would have been this great of a coach to start off his his head coaching career in the NBA. But uh, if you were paying attention to the Boston Celtics last season, you know that he had a significant impact with the Boston Celtics. But what has been surprising me most about the Utah Jazz is they have found a way to be extremely competitive on offense and defense. They don't really have a true budding superstar, but they have found a way to play team basketball. They share the basketball. It's not one person just dominating the ball. Jordan Clarkson is a guy who definitely does (laughs) tend to over dribble a lot of the times within a possession, but it seems like he's bought in into the team and, and what they're trying to do. He's playing great basketball. Colin Sexton is playing great basketball. He's not really given the same opportunities that he was given a a few years ago with the Cavaliers, where he'd have the ball a lot more and and be able to dominate possessions and be able to create for himself. But he's he's found a way to adapt to the offense that the Utah Jazz are currently running, and he's, he's contributed. So it's been great to see that. Mike Conley is a player that uh, he's a veteran. And you'd have to imagine at some point that they may, I guess, want to trade him. I think he's he's definitely at a point in his career where he wants to win a championship. Though, I mean, the Utah Jazz are, are playing phenomenal basketball. It's hard to imagine that they continue to play this way for the rest of the year. There's going to be a point in time where the competition becomes a little more difficult. There's definitely going to be a point in the year where the Utah Jazz aren't going to be able to dominate the way they've been dominating, uh, especially with the integration of the playing tournament, something that uh, teams don't take lightly. Uh, teams are always trying to figure out a way to to not play in the playing games. So it's hard to say whether or not the, the Utah Jazz are going to find themselves playing this great of basketball throughout the year. But if I had to... To bet on it, I'd say no. Larry Markinen has been playing great. Kelly Olynyk has been playing great. And they found a way to really integrate those guys and play through those guys for a large majority of possessions. I'm not surprised that Larry Markinen has been, has been playing the way he's been playing. Early in his career with the Chicago Bulls, he was the main centerpiece there. He kind of tailored off with the Chicago Bulls. I don't know what happened there. I think it just may have been an issue of him just being 
of teams just figuring out how to play him. So it seems like he's found a way to take another step forward, joining the Utah Jazz. And it's no surprise to see him play this way. Uh, there's There's been years in the league and that he's played phenomenal basketball. So I've loved everything I've seen from him. I loved everything that I'm seeing from the Utah Jazz. And it will definitely be interesting to see if they're able to play this great of basketball for the rest of the season. Another team that I love watching play is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think I talked about this an episode or two ago, that, but they've been playing inspiring basketball. They're sharing the basketball. They're playing great defensively. Offensively, they've found a way to integrate both Donovan Mitchell and there's Garland. Donovan Mitchell has been playing a lot better on the defensive end, which is great to see. He has all the tools that are needed to be a decent or an above average defender, but uh, he's for some reason with the Utah Jazz, he just didn't uh, give his all defensively. So that has changed during his time in Cleveland. And we'll we'll see if he's if he stays committed for the rest of the year. It's great to see him play the way that he's currently playing. I know there are some some times where he is at a disadvantage because he's only six two and he plays the two guard position, but he has nearly a six ten wingspan that makes up for his stature. I like I like Donovan Mitchell, man. I I love that Cleveland traded for him. And I think the real test is going to be when the postseason comes around, we're going to see if the Cleveland Cavaliers are able to really put it together and have their defense and offense play at an optimal level at the same time. Let's get into our top five fantasy basketball sleepers for this week. All right, so now let's get into our top five basketball sleepers for this week. First sleeper I got is Kyrus LeVert. Kyrus LeVert is a guard forward for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was recently moved into the starting lineup to replace Isaac Okoro. Kyrus LeVert is definitely a good pickup for any team that is looking for a player that can contribute in several categories. Typically, most people uh, do know um, or characterize Kyrus LeVert as being an offensive-oriented player. But this season, he's found a way to contribute in more than one category. He's getting about four or five rebounds a game, along with five assists a game. And he's averaging 14 points at this moment in time. His shooting percentages aren't the greatest. He's shooting below 40%. That will definitely change at some point in time. Now that he's in the starting lineup, uh, he'll be getting easier looks in the lineup. Defenses are not going to be able to load up on him as as much as they were when he was uh, coming off the bench and providing that spark. He's playing alongside Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, and there's no way a, a defense can load up on him and game plan to to only stop him. If you do, if you do, you're just going to open up many more opportunities for. Those other guys. So I like Kyrus LeVert. Um, I like the value that he's going to bring. If any one of those guys are out, you know that he can provide a big scoring game at any point in time. So Kyrus LeVert is a good pickup this week and moving forward. 
Next pick, I got is Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre has been playing phenomenal basketball. I know his contributions haven't really been translating into wins or helping Charlotte Hornets uh, generate wins in any sort of way, but he's uh, he's been playing pretty well this season. Currently, he's averaging 19 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. He's struggling to shoot. His efficiency isn't the greatest. He's currently at 42%. I do um I do see that improving. He won't improve significantly. He will probably be around 42 to 45%. Never really been uh, an efficient scorer. So, I like I like what Kelly brings to the table. He plays pretty hard on the defensive end. He rebounds pretty well for a forward and the Charlotte Hornets do have an issue of being able to stay healthy. So I know right now he's playing in the starting lineup because Gordon Hayward is out of the lineup. Someone's always in and out of that lineup. So he is going to be a player that gets a good amount of minutes that will give him an opportunity to produce and bring some sort of value, whether he's starting or he's coming off the bench. He will be able to contribute in some sort of way. So I like Kelly Oubre this week and moving forward. Next pick I got is Campaign. Campaign is currently the starting point guard for the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul has been dealing with a, a couple of minor injuries, so Campaign has been playing in his position. Uh, Campaign has had a couple of 20-point uh, games. Usually when he starts and has an increase in minutes, he will give you uh, some assists, some rebounds. Uh, he, he'll give you impact in several categories. So campaign is a player I like. It seems like the Phoenix Suns are, are trying to limit Chris Paul's minutes this season. I'm sure they want him to be healthy to start off the postseason. So they are trying their best to make sure that they are load managing Chris Paul and not running him to the ground and then playing him too many minutes during the regular season. So Campaign will definitely have ample opportunity to play and to produce moving forward. Definitely become a little tougher for him to to score and be as impactful as he's been in the last few games. But with all those things considered, I like him moving forward. Um, if you're in a daily fantasy or weekly fantasy league, he's probably a good gamble. Besides that, I probably don't see him being a good long-term pickup, but I mean, for this week, as long as Chris Paul is out, he's definitely somebody that's worth taking a look at. Next player I got is Seth Curry. Seth Curry has recently returned from injury. He's definitely uh, had a rocky road to start off the season. He struggled a little bit with his consistency and to kind of find his flow. I think that was just a matter of him just working off the rust and, and finding his conditioning. Now that it seems like he's found his conditioning and he's he's in a lot better of a basketball shape, uh, he will provide a lot of value going forward. Right now, Kyrie Irving is not currently in the lineup. And Ben Simmons is, I do believe he's still coming off the bench. So the Brooklyn Nets will be relying on Steph Curry to produce offense. He's he's pretty dynamic as a as a shooter. He can shoot off the dribble. He can shoot off the catch, and he's a good catch-and-shoot shooter. So Seth Curry is a perfect player to play alongside Kevin Durant. 
the value he brings will more than likely just be, I guess, with shooting. He'll, he'll shoot pretty good percentages, get you threes. His free throws will, will definitely be up there, too. So he's a multi-category player. Most of that will be in the scoring and efficiency categories. I like Seth Curry moving forward. Definitely a good player to add to your team. At some point, Joe Harris will be getting traded. It doesn't seem like the Nets really see a lot of value in him. He hasn't been playing up to his contract. So they will. And there's also been recent reports saying that they do want to cut ties with him. So I like Seth Curry moving forward. And I think he will be a good value add at this point in the season. My last pick is Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is a multi-dimensional player for the Toronto Raptors. Scotty Barnes will be playing the point guard position while Fred Van Vliet is out of the lineup. Scotty Barnes is a player that will impact the game in a number of ways. He'll get you points, rebounds, and assists. He's been struggling as of lately. Uh, for some reason, he hasn't been able to kind of find his rhythm on offense. He hasn't been contributing the way he was last year and the way he has in the early part of the season. Some of it has to do with the attention that he's now drawing on offense with a large number of the players on the Toronto Raptors out. They've recently been hit by the injury bug. Fred Van Vliet is out. Gary Trent is dealing with some hip soreness. Pascal is out. And Otto Porter is out. Precious Achua is out. So there's definitely a lot on Scotty Barnes' shoulder. Uh, he will have, I mean, the opportunity and the minutes are there for him to produce. It's just a matter of him to kind of just find a way to uh, be impactful while being uh, the focal point on offense. And that has definitely been a struggle. But at some point, he will pick it up. And when he does pick it up, uh, he will he will offer large contributions on the floor. Definitely add Scotty Barnes to your team if you can. It, it may be a little shaky to start off. But once he does find his footing, he will be an impactful player in a number of categories. That's it for my sleeper picks. Now let's get into the next segment, which is the Lockman pick the sports gambling portion of the show. Let's get right into it. All right, so let's get into Lock and Men. I got four selections for this week. The first selection I got is the Thunder. The Thunder are hosting the Wizards tonight. Both teams have been playing pretty solid basketball. The Thunder, they are coming off a tough loss to the Boston Celtics. Though I still do like them in this matchup. Currently, they are underdogs at the money line, plus 160. I think they have favorable matchups against the Wizards. I know I don't think uh, the Wizards really have anyone that could guard Shea. Lou Dort will definitely uh, be a tough matchup for Bradley Bill. Defensively, he will definitely make uh, Bradley Bill work. It will be it will be hard for Bradley Bill to to kind of get off and score in a big way against Lou Dort. I like Josh Giddy. He provides value in a number of different ways. The Thunder have some favorable matchups at the guard position, and I do know that Kyle Kuzma has been playing great basketball. Most of the scoring for 
the Wizards come uh, with their guards, and I like do like what the Thunder will be able to do against the Wizard guards, and they'll slow them down and have them work on the defensive end, which uh, will put them in a good position to win this game. They've been playing great basketball. A lot of that has been uh, heavy lifting from Shea, Lou Dort, and Josh Giddy. You never know with the Thunder, man. They always have a guy or two that can come off the bench that you know you can barely even pronounce his name, and they will come out and just contribute, uh, help them uh, win the game. Um, they've been playing a lot better than I would have expected, and we'll see if they can carry this uh, over tonight against the Wizards. So the Thunder are my pick for this matchup. Next locker man pick I have is the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors are playing against the Phoenix Suns. The Warriors are currently uh, below 500. Um, a lot of that has to do with the rocky start that they got off to to begin the season. Some of their issues to getting off to the rocky start was uh, their defensive commitment. And also, they actually they tried to integrate too many of their young players into the lineup and uh, that was definitely an issue in the beginning part of the year. I mean, it's still early in the year, but uh, it kind of led them to to losing some games that you would expect them to win. The younger guys are definitely, uh, they're not really where they need to be at this point in time. And the Warriors are a team that's it's playing to win. I mean, they won the championship last season. Definitely a team that's playing to win a championship this year. So. We've heard all the reports from Steve Kerr that they're revamping their, their rotation. They're not going to be as heavy with the young guys in their rotation. They're going to go back to relying more so on their, on their veterans who know how to play the game and, and know what it takes to win games. So they will be a lot better of a team moving forward, and they will be a better team than they were a few weeks ago when they played against the Phoenix Suns and they lost. So I like the Warriors. I just think they're a better team. They're focused. They do understand that they need to winning a string of games here. It's never good to get off to a rough start. It just you shoot yourself in the foot. You you put yourself in a bad position moving forward. So they're definitely gonna try to win um uh, some of these games uh, that they have um that they have coming up, so they can get themselves uh, over five hundred and and be a competitive team moving forward currently at the money line the warriors are the underdogs at plus 110 uh, this is good value here man i mean the warriors to me they're they're the better team they have uh they have more talent on their team and uh, i know that they are playing away but i mean i i still like them i still like them against the phoenix suns they lost a couple of weeks ago, so they'll they will be motivated to make sure that they get this W tomorrow. Next team I got is the Indiana Pacers. The Indiana Pacers are going up against the Charlotte Hornets. Indiana Pacers have been a definitely been a surprising team. I thought they would be a bottom team in in the Eastern Conference. They've been much better than that. They are currently, currently they are eighth in the Eastern Conference. So they've been playing, they've been pretty competitive to the, to start off the season here. They are 500 at six and six. A lot will definitely change at some point in time. I don't, I don't see them being 
I mean, an eighth seed, but I mean, who knows? They they may be a playing team. Offensively, they've, they've been pretty good of a team. They're in the top 10 in offensive rating. Defensively, it's, I mean, that's it's a whole different story. Near, they're near the bottom uh, defensively, so there's still a lot of room for improvement, but all that said, it's, it's definitely still a surprise to see them even play as well as they've played to start off the year. Charlotte Hornets, they are bottom team offensively. Defensively, they are, they're okay. They're better than they were in the past. A lot of that has to do with their coach. Steve Clifford is defensive-minded coach, so he's, he's trying to change the culture and, and make sure that, uh, they play hard defensively every night. A lot of their issues or their, their early losing has to do with injuries that they've dealt with in the early part of the season. LaMelo Ball recently returned to the lineup uh, this past week, and I believe Gordon Hayward in and out of the lineup. Terry Rozier missed a couple of games, so they've just had some issues just staying healthy to start off the season. They do have, I, I believe they have the worst record in the east at this moment in time but um they more than likely won't be at the bottom of the east when it's all said and done so we'll see we'll definitely see where they finish i like the pacers here the pacers are currently underdogs at the money line plus 125 i think that's good value you can't go wrong Dornets, they're they're going to compete they have Lamelo back so they'll, they'll be a little better than they were a lot better i'd say and they were to start off the year, but I like the way the Pacers are playing offensively. They're going to present a lot of issues for the Charlotte Hornets. They play team basketball, and uh, I just think they're a better team. So I like the Indiana Pacers here uh, as the selection uh, for tomorrow night. The last lock-em-in pick that I have is the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are going up against the Denver Nuggets tomorrow night. They are playing at Denver. The Knicks have, they had a, a, a good win against the Utah Jazz uh, recently. They played uh, pretty good on both ends of the floor. Currently, their offense is a, little, is a little better than their defense, which is a little surprising considering that Tom Thibodeau is their coach. We know he's a defensive-minded coach who demands great defense each and every possession, so I'm sure they'll be they'll be better defensively as the season goes along. Denver definitely has a more talented team, but Jokic recently entered health and safety protocols, so he will be out tonight. That changes a lot for me. Uh, if not, he, I mean, Denver Nuggets would have been the selection here, but I do know that they run a lot of their offense around Jokic. He's the main focal point on offense. He's, I mean, he gets everybody easy shots on offense. Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray are currently still dealing with, they're not dealing with injuries, but they're working their way back from injuries. So they're not 100%. They're still, they are still able to pit up uh, big games at any point in time. But uh, with Jokic out and with them just not being fully 100%, I like the New York Knicks here. They are currently underdogs at the money line plus 160. I think it's uh it's definitely good value considering all the factors going into this game. So the Knicks are my last lock them in pick for tonight. Definitely let me know your comments and what you think of my selections tonight and 
feel free to provide some of the selections that you have for tonight's games. That's it for the show. Like, subscribe, comment, and let me know what you think about this show in the comment section.